we saw Batman? Oh yeah, I saw Batman. Alright. How many years uh, did you age when you came out of it? Uh a solid two years. Yeah, and that's 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 about how I felt, yeah. It three it's a three hour movie. I liked it. Didn't yeah. like three kissing scenes with Batman and Catwoman. They kiss? Three times, yes. I counted. Oh. I missed that. Oh well. I'll watch it again when it comes out next week. Yeah. It's, com- it's coming out on a goddamn Monday. Like, yeah. I, don't have, I don't got three hours to spend on a Monday. Okay? That's my nap day. I get out of work, I go straight to sleep. It, it is on a service platform. You don't have to watch it the day it comes out. I don't <laughs> have to, but it's gonna happen, and I didn't turn the fucking that camera on, like did I? That sounds like a problem. Yes, you did. Oh, it's not gonna read it because of. We're doing the first cameraless VG weekly roundup, a true podcast through and through. Yeah, we are. Cause I'm not losing that fucking beginning. Uh, so fuck it. Hello and welcome to the VG Weekly Roundup, number one unranked weekly video game podcast every Tuesday at 9.30ish p.m. Central Time and Thursday at 8 p.m.-ish Central Time. We come to you live for our collection of this week's biggest gaming news, host topics, and what we've been playing right here at twitch.tv slash closp. That is twitch.tv slash closp. Please remember, if Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming and one for month to switch up for your channel. We'd love to be a channel for you, but if not, that's okay. Tough times all around. It happens. As a reminder, though, you already spent the money. Take it back. Take it back like the means of production. And give it to us. Anyway. I got nothing uh, to say. We're poor. Uh, uh, this is true. Anyway, I'm about to get um, possibly a car on Friday, so I'm going to be even more poor than you think. I'm going to be debt. Debt, debt. Uh, I'm your host, oh, Seals, but you can call me P. Uh, as always, I'm joined by the voice man himself, for, uh, Ultima of Ultima JV Def on Twitter and Twitch. Persona, persona, persona. It's been 12 fucking days. And not a single crumb, a, a single smidgen of persona news. You're starting to let me down, Sega Atlas. Not like you were already going to let me down with the news. It was probably going to be another, I don't know, another update to a game that's already out. Maybe a fucking uh, music tour, anime remake. For shame, persona. I know Square got my back, though, but that's another story. God damn it. Uh, this is episode 45 on Tuesday, the 12th of April, 2022, or the pre-production days. Uh, we are nearing the end of that. We should be launching officially, finally, within the coming weeks, most likely, probably in May. Just to give everyone a heads up on that. So, thank you for your support. I'm glad to have you. We will officially be launching soon. Um, today, we got a... A nice clean show for you. Uh, three stories on there. <laughs> Halo Infinite, Activision Blizzard, as always, and uh, that that uh, that good good at the end. You'll have to wait for that. Because, yeah, yeah. Y- you get to wait. No, no spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. Uh, but before we do all that, as always, we start with what we've been playing. We've been playing the same goddamn thing this week. Yeah, so we could save time and both talk about it at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. And that was Gundam Evolution. Damn, that was fun. Um, I, I don't, I don't know about you, but I, I was fucking enjoying myself as all hell. 
Like, I'm so happy at how much I enjoyed that game. I really am. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Gun Revolution is a 6v6 uh, hero shooter, well, objective-based hero shooter, where you play as a Gundam, so you have their own playstyle, special abilities, and you go ahead and uh, work together with a team to achieve objectives while fighting other characters. And uh, very Overwatch-ish without any of the Activision Blizzard bullshit, which is so fun, so good. And I just, I just deeply, deeply enjoyed it. Like, I was so about it. What up, BG? Welcome to the stream. Uh, and sure. just it was just so good. It was so fucking... I felt it was actually pretty balanced, in all honesty. Except for that big red motherfucker right there. The Sarazabi or whatever the fuck it is. That was some bullshit. That's Sarazabi, yeah. There is ways to get around it. There are there are ways to get around it. I, I, I'm aware of that. I just felt that it was some bullshit. I, you know, just... It's like, I, I don't know. It was, it was the one that pissed me off the most, in all honesty. But, yeah. like, I, I will say this. It is, like, of all the things we're getting further, we have to talk about the, the elephant in the room of how fucked up it is that Gun Tank Special is the core fighter suicide running. Like, that was, like, that was the first time in Gundam. Like, literally, in the first series, in the original Gundam. That was the first time they were like, oh, here's a major death in the series. Here's a big, important thing happening in the series, and you're supposed to feel something really strong about it. And it has now become... This the special of this 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 mobile suit in this game. It's one of the more powerful specials too. Yeah, but I'm just like that is I, I don't I don't know how to feel about it. Every time I see it, it's just like yo, this was this was a whole this was the, this was the moment in the first Gundam, and now it's it's just kind of the the special. It's the joke. It's the <laughs> got him. It's good. It's good. Um, I will say, uh, I know this is a play test. They mm -hmm. need the moment this actually officially releases. They need to add like ten to fifteen more Gundams, ten to fifteen. Okay. And I say this because there needs a bit more variety, especially with the melee Gundams. Yeah. Everyone loves Barbados. Not many people love Exia. I get it. Exia is basically Genji. That yeah, somehow Exia. works. I mean, it, it, yeah, it is. Um, Exia is a little bit harder. Exia is my, my, the one I main the most, I would say, um, because I'm that person. I don't know. I, I didn't even like Genji in Overwatch, but I really like Exia just in general. But yeah, I, I like the fact that um, in terms of like melee only Gundams, uh, Barbados was like, no, Barbatos was the only one that was like melee only, right? This time around? Uh, I believe so. Uh, uh it's yeah strictly melee only because i i would still count exia as like um like exia has, his, they're throwing daggers yeah that were like the most accurate thing in the goddamn game um uh, it, only in the only in the hands of a skilled uh, character mm -hmm. on a skilled player because i suck with exia um i will say some for some reason and this is um this is surprising to me zaku is one of the more played characters i've seen when playing this game i always see a zaku in the game and there's they're, they're nothing special exactly that's i think that's that's probably why because they're so safe because they're the only one where the gun you can blind fire it and it'll stay um like high high accuracy high damage no no yeah no the zaku yeah Zaku too. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, Gun Tank, you have to deal with the movement and everything. It's not the one that people want to play. The Zaku just feels safe, I would say. 
It has the Trust grenade, it has the guns, it has the movement, all that. It has the special that's like, oh, throw the axe at, or attack someone with the axe and make it real easy and whatnot. So it, it feels very safe, in my opinion. What is safer than being able to hit everything on screen? Because that is literally what Gun Tank does. Gun Tank is one-star difficulty because they are the easiest Gundam to play. And when I played them, I got MVP on my I'm, matches. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying wrong. I'm saying people perceive Zaku probably as the safer, easier one. Than gun tank. Ah, uh, even then, I still question that because Zaku's abilities are very weird. Hey, hey um, I'll put it this way: all, 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 all Gundams are beautiful, but uh, gun tank, not a society's definition of sexy. You know what? Fair. Fair. Um, I also say uh, the original Gundam. I yeah. wish they did the same thing that GM does and had like a shield when actually moving. They also have beam savers, but they don't give the OG Gundam. Yeah, any no, beam I'm, saber I'm annoyed by I'm annoyed by the, the lack of uh, actual melee with beam savers. I'm very annoyed by that. Yeah. In, like, in general, they need a bit more of the melee, which is why I'm saying that uh, when the game actually drops, just to add like ten or fifteen more Gundams, like with Gundam yeah. Versus, another really fun Gundam game that uh, has yeah. a lot. A lot of Gundams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, aside from the Gundams, uh, gameplay wise, like, what what do you what do you think about the gameplay? I actually really enjoyed it. Once I got the hang of the the Gundams, I wanted to use in the certain situations, like the fact you can change on the fly as well. Like, I I honestly really enjoyed. it. I felt it was well balanced enough, and if I wasn't doing something with somebody, I could move on to something else pretty easily. And they have enough Gundams that are kind of similar but different. That I can still mess around, even if someone has the Gundam I normally would play. Like I, I was rotating between uh, Barbatos, Exia, uh, Gundam, like uh, actual Gundam, yeah. and um, who else was it? I think that might have been it. In all honesty, I didn't really use very many other people on it because I only have to play it for one day. But like yeah. that was effectively all I did, and it really was like just enjoyable. Like, of course, you know, the biggest parts about it were, like, when you had an actual team who knew what they were doing, so you could go ahead and, you know, uh, actually play your character as it needed to be to support others. Like, the... I had an 11 kill streak at one point with, um, with Gundam on one of the maps that was defense because I was able to just go ahead and stay, um, covering and sniping and suppressing on a bridge as the, as the enemies were walking over it straight because, you know, they didn't really know how to cover. And also, if I taking care of that end... I could also monitor the pathway, little mountain uh, riverway on the bottom, where I could start sniping people as well, all while still staying in movement and still moving around to get recovery. So it was that was a really cool moment for me personally. Um, so I honestly I enjoyed the, the, different, the way the different uh, guns played out. They actually all had different meanings. I like the fact that they actually committed to the idea of oh no, not everybody is going to have this entire row of abilities. Some some of them are just going to not have some abilities. They're going to lack an ability, but make up for it for the sake of their damage and how they play. I appreciate that kind of commitment to it. Yeah. Uh, Gameplay-wise, there's some there's some game modes that I thought were... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly for the maps, but in all, in all honesty, yeah. like, overall, this is a very good alternative to, to um, Overwatch. And mm-hmm. when the official game comes out, again, I hope they do a little bit more polishing, add more characters. Uh, th- that is the one thing that I got to keep saying. Add more characters, because... Yeah some people some people there's definitely like a lot of people that want to play the same gundam so having a bit of a, of a overlap in some areas would definitely help in those cases like they gotta get weird they gotta get weird for me I, where where's where's my wing 
Where's my G Gundams? G Gundams, Tri, uh, Gundam Tri, Iron Blooded Orphans. Like you, you need at least one from every show. Yeah. Um, like, like mine, I I played a lot of GM, as well mm-hmm. as uh GM, Barbados. I'm gonna keep calling it that just because it's funny. And uh, I dabbled. I played Gun Tank just because I wanted to see how easy it was and very. And I dabbled a bit in uh Gundam, like OG Gundam. Yeah. Like it's 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 fun to play this game. Mm-hmm. Like I was about it. It was good. Like it it really was. Like I and I I really appreciate the idea that it was like oh, a kind of a cool thing. I'm like oh, you down the Gundam and then you destroy it if you want to. Like that was a cool mechanic that kept things interesting and fast paced for me. Of yeah. like oh down them, leave them and go on because they don't have any way of recovering anyway. So don't worry about it. Or go for the kill if you really want it. Like team up on is to keep things moving around. Um, and or if you want to get someone back up, or someone can get you back up. So it just keeps going. I appreciate the speed in which this game plays, and it doesn't have to be that fast. Like it's not concentrated on trying to make the respawn times like like a, a bigger than they have to be. Like it's like no, let's let's go back in, keep fighting because everyone honestly plays pretty well to begin with. So why not? And I appreciate I appreciate SB. I really do. I think that's pretty much all to say about Gundam. Yeah, like I just uh, it was it was good. It was so good. I can't wait to play more of it. I can't wait for it to release. I'm excited. I think it's going to be this week or next week as well that they're going to also be doing another Steam uh public beta for uh, I think it's uh Gundam Battlegrounds 2 the network test. I forget. Oh, it's the it's it's the one that uh, has been on like PlayStation for uh, about two years now. Uh, that is like playing the OG Gundam mobile suits, but like an actual third person shooter military type way. Uh, That's the yeah, and it, that one is fun. Yeah, operations. Yeah, thank you. Gundam Battle Operations Two is getting their network test uh, either this week or next week, and I played that one on PS4. Made me very happy. It's a good time to be a Gundam fan. All right. From happy, from happy shit, we're gonna have to get into some depressive shit. Not depressing. Yes, it is. Yeah, there's some depressing in here. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I, I got to move this along because I am on a time. No, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. So, first up on news, Halo Infinite season two. Not necessarily bad news, but honestly, they could have done this earlier, in my opinion. I've, I've voiced my opinion on this a few times, but I'm, I'm going to read this first before I continue. Uh, this is from Nicole Carpenter over at Polygon. The lovely people at Polygon. Halo Infinite's second season begins on May 3rd. Developer 343 Industries announced Friday. The season, called Lone Wolves, will add a new battle pass system, new maps, and additional modes. The trailer released Friday morning shows off a bit of the new maps. Uh, one arena map called Catalyst and one big team battle map called Breaker which appears to have a big lava pit separating parts of the map. The new modes are outlined last month by 343 Industries and include a free-for-all elimination mode called Last Spartan Standing, a new one called Land Grab, and, a, and an updated version of King of the Hill. A more detailed report on all player feedback and upcoming tweets for Halo Infinite Season 2 was posted on the Halo Waypoint blog over the past two weeks. The first post covered multiple content and accessibility, while the second, published Thursday, detailed the battle pass progression and customization options, among other things. There, 343 Industries said that Season 2 free battle pass track will have more customization options than Season 1, and confirmed that players will be able to earn about 1,000 CR, which is Infinite's paid credits. 
with the pre uh with the premium battle pass my bad uh some of the new customization rewards can be seen in friday's trailer like a sweet new helmet oh yuck uh, 343 Industries published, uh, published an early look at the concept art for the two Lone Wolves look last month. If you're not into surprises, you know, shit like that. They, these two uh, Spartans are called the Spartan Sigurd Eklund and Spartan Hisu Din. I'm sorry if I fucked that up. Uh, so at the time, 343 Industries said uh, that Season 2 will introduce more story, including more on Commander... Uh, Agirna? I don't know. I have not played the actual campaign for Infinite, so... What? Same. I was going to say the same. Yeah. Uh, And more story-themed events. As we heard in March, Halo Infinite's cooperative campaign mode will not launch alongside Season 2. In March, uh, 343 Industries said it expects the mode to come sometime during the second season, but a release date that hasn't been announced. In all Um, honesty, 343... So... Halo Infinite has felt dead for the mm-hmm. past few months. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, because in all honesty, this game has been out since late November, early December. Basically, yeah. So we've had about four or five months with the content we've had, and which, which feels like they are doing like actual literal seasons for each season, whereas what other other games do like 90 day seasons about yeah. three months so it's been a bit stale uh th- we keep getting the fracture tenrai event and we had like one more event i don't even know what it's called i completely missed out on it and we've had the same bet game modes for like the past few months we had uh catch the flag oddball and like three or four different variations of slayer that is not enough and i'm being a little greedy that's not enough for what we were supposed to be getting, especially with Forge co-op campaign and hopefully other season passes. Basically, what I'm saying is this would be better news if it was announced a little earlier because, again, they're kind of at the point where everything feels dead. It just yeah. doesn't feel like it's fun to really play because it's the same thing over and over again. You're still you're doing weeklies at this point, and it's not fun. Yeah, same. I mean, the whole reason I stopped playing Halo, I got tired of the maps. Like, I didn't get tired of the gameplay. I got tired of the maps because it was so limited. Um, I heard someone say earlier, and I maybe you kind of agree with them, like, maybe Halo needed a two-year delay, not one year. Like, it was yeah. a good launch, yeah, excellent, but, like, all the things to keep it alive were not there. We're getting two new maps out of this, okay, no, no, co- no co-op, maybe co-op sometime during the second season. Um, no Forge. But that's, no, no Forge, but that's basically it. There's nothing really for the community to rally behind, really, if that makes sense. Yeah. There's no that creator content type thing that is always what made Halo excel so much of like what could be done with it because there was so much content on it on launch. And this is, that isn't really here this time around. Um, they did say that season one was going to be the longest season for the sake of how it was created, but the other seasons would be uh, shorter. So I guess I we'll so. see how quickly we go ahead and get that kind of content launching. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of itching to go back and play. I'm really, really with that co-op mode. Me and Minus have been playing this Halo games, uh, after our Thursday shows, so and it's been fun. It's been it, it's been a lot of like I already feel the urge of like I I really want to see what it's going to offer us when we go ahead and get co op. But that's for in the future. The thinking about that is wondering was like you know maybe it should have been two years. Who knows? I I hope when it comes out with the forge and everything, there really is that you know creator boost there because that's what it needs. That's what Halo really needs that creator boost. Playing competitive is fun and dandy, but 
what really sold people on Halo was the fun times people had uh, playing custom game modes yep. late at night, like mm-hmm. Left 4 Dead 2. People played Halo because it was fun to play with friends. Toxic, but fun as hell to play, and making so many game modes and, so, and getting game modes from other people, like Duck Hunt and uh, Zombies and Halo. Like, it was, it was fun. Yeah, hopefully, Halo lived and died by its community. Yeah, and hopefully with this, we will get at least another month of activity from Halo. That I'm being generous. One month. All right. You ready for his depression? Yeah, let's go. All right. I only say depression because it's Activision Blizzard. In all honesty, the headline actually sounds neat. But I do have to say within every stream, a woman killed herself because of the sexual harassment that has taken place in Activision Blizzard. And that is not right by any means. And I hope the family does get justice. And I hope the lawsuit does go through. Uh, if you're if you're ever feeling the same way, if you're ever feeling like you're about to, you know, do what that woman did, uh, please reach out, get help, go call the suicide hotline if you have no one else to turn to because of life and things taking people away from you. Uh, please call this number 800-273-8255. Again, that is 800-273-8255. They're available 24 hours and they speak both English and Spanish. There is always someone there to listen to you if needed that being said activision blizzard is converting all qa to full-time employees and this is from matt kim over at the lovely ign activision blizzard has announced that it will be converting nearly 1100 us-based temporary and contingent qa workers to full-time positions the company says that the change will increase activision's Activision Publishing's total full-time staff by 25%, following a recent conversion of nearly 500 contractors to full-time employees. However, some dozen QA team members at Raven Software were not part of this transition, leading to a walkout at the studio. Along with uh, the move to full-time, QA workers will have their hourly rate increase to $20 per hour and be able to partake in the company's bonus plan and have access to full-time benefits. This was also updated a few days ago, uh, where new details about Activision Blizzard's plan for converting QA testers to full-time employees have emerged. In a statement to Bloomberg, the Raven employees who were formed a, uh, sorry, who formed a union earlier this year will not receive new pay bumps due to legal obligations under the National Labor Relations Act. Quote. Uh, the CWA responded to Activision's claims, calling the move galling that, in a quote, Activision has excluded Raven software QA workers who have been at the forefront of this effort from these benefits. Activision responded to Kotaku by citing labor board uh, v exchange parts uh, company uh, 3750 US 405 at 1964. That's a lot of shit, uh, which states employers could violate the National Labor Relations Act if they confer economic benefits on its employees for the purpose of including them to vote against the union. So uh, a very hollow victory for the people that are working at Activision Blizzard, the, the people that are doing a lot of the fine-tuning. Hollow victory because Raven is getting fucked in the process for doing the right thing. Yep. Literally, easy layup, and they find a way to fuck it up. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's just... And this begs the question, is this still Bobby Kotick, or is this uh, Phil Spencer? Uh, or whoever they put in head for Activision Blizzard for the Xbox uh, deal. 
Still, Kodak, the deal has not been finalized. And, yeah, like a hell of a way to make a story seem real positive while hiding the fact that you literally screwed over the people who first brought the issue in the first place. So, yep. Like, very scummy. Because, again, when this when this news broke, just because, as Ultimate said, the first half of that until the update, that's a release. And then it was afterwards they got confirmation that, uh, Raven was getting fucked over. Like, yeah. Oh, no, they said it, like, they said it the original two. They said no, it no, the original no. two. No, no, no. Uh, it was an update. Like, it came, like, a few hours after. They had to confirm it. Like, outside sources oh, okay. had to confirm that Raven was not getting the the same benefits. Ah, okay. So they, they didn't want to admit what they did. They just wanted to put out their positive story out there, get the high praise, and that was it, while avoiding the fact that, oh, hey, you really screwed people over with this. It's it's very fucked, and Activision Blizzard, it, it, they're really not catching a break, nor should they, because they're doing very horrible and terrible things to their mm-hmm. workers. Jesus fucking Christ. Hey, please tell me some good news. Please. For our final story of the day, ladies and gentlemen, we have an announcement of announcements. That you probably That's already right. seen on Twitter. It finally happened. We have confirmation of a new One Piece. I'm just playing, and I fucked that game. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 4 got announced along with Missing Link and uh, the final chapter for uh, Dark Dark Roads. Uh, let me see here. Kingdom Hearts 4 and Kingdom Hearts Missing Link announced at the series 20th anniversary event. Again. Huh? Oh, sorry. I thought you were reading the thing. I was about to say, how are you going to forget the name? I was, I was getting to the name. The name was literally next thing to say. This is from Adam Bankhurst at IGN. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 4 and Kingdom Hearts Missing Link were officially announced at the series' 25th anniversary event. While no platforms or release date window for Kingdom Hearts 4 was revealed, we do get a glimpse of Sora and the new world of uh, Quadratum. Quadratum? Quadratum. Quadratum. Yeah, Quadratum. A quick look at gameplay and an ending tease complete with Donald and Goofy. The footage we were given shows an art, art style that is very much resembles the previous games, but it has a much more realistic look this time around. Square Enix has also confirmed that the game is in early development so that the wait may be a tough one. Uh, the trailer begins by saying this is the Lost Master Arc, with narration saying if this isn't the ending you desire, if it brings you despair, then leave this world for another. The footage begins in a forest and transitions into a large city. Sora is also seen waking up in an apartment and we then are introduced to Starletzia, a character who first appeared in Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. While all seems peaceful for a moment, a threat manifests in the sky that resembles a massive Heartless. In the quick tease of gameplay, we see Rora uses a, Sora uses iconic Keyblade flying around the, through the sky, climbing buildings, surfing on walls, and even using his weapon as a grappling hook of sorts. Donald and Goofy appear at the end without Sora, and they look to be in search of their friend. As Donald asks, I wonder where he is. Then a mysterious figure off-screen startles them by saying, Hey, just where do you think you're going? Donald and Goofy scream in shock, and the video cuts to black with the face magic in the making kingdom hearts missing link is a new ios android game that features 3d action familiar to the mainline entries and a closed beta test plan for later in 2022 it is set in the realm of scala at column scala at column or kylum it was scala at kylum and will allow players to engage in exhilarating battles against the heartless and discover a new original story this it was also announced that the final chapter of kingdom hearts star code released in august 2022 as a free update to Kingdom Hearts uh, Union Cross Dark Road app. 
right, I'm gonna I'm have to be the one to ask this. Okay. Do you really think that was gameplay? Um, in your heart, I, hearts, do you think that was gameplay? I think it's the best that they could do at the time. Like Nomura has gone on record several times stating the reason it seems like this team takes so long to make games is because Square Enix comes into the office and says, "Hey, we need an announcement. What are your assets? We'll have somebody else assemble it for you." Like he he has said that normal times that that Square Enix just comes into their office and is like, "Hey, we need assets to make something for Azatiz." Like we're not ready. It's like. We just we didn't ask that. We asked for the assets, and then they go make something that isn't really really you know what the team has any plans of doing. Um, okay. Explanation aside, do you think that is actual gameplay? Uh, I think that could be a world. Yeah. So here here's the thing, and I'm okay. This is gonna be going high brow Kingdom Hearts type lore for a little bit here for y'all. That that world that uh Quadratum basically is be. is being viewed as. What happens when you die in Kingdom Hearts, in a way, is you go into a more realistic world. Like, the, the, you know, how all the worlds are uh, fantastical and amazing whatnot. Um, and then, like, because as we, you know, spoilers for anyone who hasn't played Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, Sora dies. Fucking Mert. Yeah, and wakes up in another world where no one can really follow him. And, the final world. Yeah, and... Basically, from what they're understanding on here is the fact that Sarletia, who's also a really big character, and uh, once again, the Union uh, games that are mobile. I'm not going to get into that. Even I'm not an expert on that one. I need to go back and play it all. But um, effectively, there there is a reason that world is the way that it is and resembles the real world so much. Like it, it's likely that's like an opening world or something that we that sets up the story, and then we go back to the actual like Disney and other worlds. Like everyone's kind of freaking out. It's like oh, it looks so realistic. They grew up so much. It's like no, it's it's probably just one world. It, it's literally probably just one world. Like people are suddenly forgetting that Pirates of the Caribbean was a whole ass thing. Um, no, that that is probably a theme in the world. That was probably some form of the gameplay. I'm sure Nomura would like to go and get done. Whether or not we see an actual product, I I doubt it. I think we get something similar, absolutely, because Nomura does do that kind of environmental uh, shit on there, absolutely. Um, some version of that I'm sure will be in there, but I don't think that we're gonna get like a step or step for step that. That's not gonna be the actual how the game plays now type situation. Um, it's just I think it's just an opening world to set things up and kind of like to set up the new lore of like because again we are now entering the world of what has been happening and the stories that are being told in uh, the mobile games and so the the actual deep Kingdom Hearts lore like deep deep Kingdom Hearts lore as opposed to like the more simpler stories we're getting like the main boss games. Yes, it's simple. It's just doesn't get many clicks if you actually explain the story in a simple way. Um, but yeah, so I, I think we'll get some semblance of gameplay for that, but I don't think it's going to look exactly like that. And also, I, I believe that look we got was, it's just one world. Uh, probably because they're going to be doing a little bit more. I wouldn't be surprised that they have that world, have Marvel, have Star Wars, because we did have a tease in there of like, oh, that's Endor. So they're probably going to be, there's probably going to be Star Wars. Absolutely believe that. Absolutely. I fucking hope so. I fucking yeah. hope so. Yeah. Um, I was mainly asking because like, you remember the, the, the King Hearts 3 trailer? Yeah. Where Sora was surfing on the, uh, on the, on the dead tower. And then, uh -huh. you know, they were, they were about it. That, you yeah, like, that would never really happen. That's what I was saying. Cause like, that mm -hmm. wasn't actual gameplay. That was, you know, them putting something together uh, for yep. the sake of having a trailer. And that's why I was asking if what we saw Sora with like the chain going from car to car, going into the midair, sliding down a building. If that, if you think that would actually happen, cause I have, I'm, I'm reserved. I'm reserved. I, I have my. I I bet for what happens. Absolutely. Nomura loves his interactables. He absolutely lo does. 
Um, like playing Dream Drop Distance, that, that's pretty enactable as well. I'm sure we get some cleaner version of that, absolutely. But um, I don't think it's going to be like an actual regular mechanic in-game, no. That's mm. a set piece, in my opinion. All right. And honestly, I just hope that they kind of step back from the mechanical differences they had in 3 and try to go back towards 2 with their reaction commands. That's what, that is what yeah. I'm hoping. I, I'm sure as hell thinking that they're not going to do that because they definitely want to have some if, differences and some if, if no more can get his team back together for it then i'm sure they will because the whole thing that people are like wondering about kingdom hearts 3 one kingdom hearts 3 at some point probably was canceled that's why it got so disjointed why they stopped doing developer yes. logs because that started with developer logs and then they just stopped because uh yeah, disney was getting completely. really controlling because secondly speaking square enix makes the games disney owns kingdom hearts Kingdom Hearts is technically under Disney attractions. They have the higher stake in it. Um, as hard as that sounds to believe, I, 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 if you want to argue about it, I'm not saying, you know, oh, good thing of that thing, they're, they're in control. It's oh, no, you're, the fact it's that it's right. Yeah, they, it is yeah. the first thing that shows up whenever you boot up a game, Disney Interactive. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So, like, that's the big thing on there. So, I'm, if the more he his team, because his team basically got broken up into so many different things. First, they were on Versus 13. Then there was a 15. They had to wait for all the 13 shit to happen. Then it was like, oh, they're still working on Kingdom Hearts, but nothing was coming out of it. They had the other Kingdom Hearts games going. And then his actual person, like, the the actual combat designer, gameplay designer for Kingdom Hearts 2 that made it as masterful as it is, uh, he had to get off of that because he, he worked on... Seven remake, that's why Seven remake is as good as it is, because that was Nomura and his boy doing the actual gameplay design there. So he wasn't free for Kingdom Hearts three. That's why three looks the way that it does. Um, Which also begs the question: In your honest opinion, how long do you think the development will take for Kingdom Hearts four? They say they're in early development, but how long in the long run do you think that it is going to take? If Nomura can have his way, again, I've said it before. I love Nomura and his team because his team does not take long to make games. It is Square Enix that hinders them. That entire, the entire thing that happened in Kingdom Hearts 3 was because of Square. They would not let this man and his team just working complete a game until they'd finished all that bullshit with 13. There was like a no, a, like a gag order on them, basically. Nomura's team typically takes about three to four years to make a game. That's it. So I would not be surprised if we see it within three to four years. I'm going to do one better. I'm going to say that Five, six to seven because kingdom hearts three took about five and uh, i could see that six six years just in case there's any more complications from disney mm-hmm. seven with that on top of them having to switch to a different engine like they did with three well that's the thing they're just going from four to five to turn around so they're not completely changing the engine like they did before last time they completely yeah. changed engines it wasn't even relatively the same yeah, that's what I'm saying right now. If that happens, that's why I say seven years, but six minimum. Oh no, they, they already confirmed they're going from Unreal Four to Five. It, it, Kingdom Hearts Four will be Unreal Five. I meant during the development, oh, not okay. like from the beginning. Like like if they have to change in the middle of development, within three yeah. to four years, if something else comes out or if something else happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally speaking, six I think is the development time for this. Yeah, primarily because Disney is a bit of a dick when it comes to what they want with what with what we've seen with Botangle, actually not Botangle, but with Frozen specifically. Yeah. They uh, yeah, no, they can they can be uh, if Square does something a bit too adventurous, 
and Disney doesn't like it, that is going to take up a lot of time because then yeah. you have to redo everything. You have to make uh, new changes to the story and try to weave it to where like you still have the assets that you want, but you're going to have to do it what Disney wants. Um, not to mention, if there is going to be a Star Wars in Marvel world, how they're going to integrate that with Sora. And I have no doubt that they could definitely do something. But also the 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 length of this, not because this is definitely the first game to this arc. Yes, this is not one and done. This is going to be like two or three games to the Lost Master arc. Yeah, Nomura has been. I've been keep saying everyone's actually so surprised. Like, oh, Kingdom Hearts four. What? I don't the end of three. End of, like, three completely set up more games. Period. There's an entire subsection of games who've been setting up a new story for years. Period. Nomura has been talking about the next arc in Kingdom Hearts since 2007. I was there reading the articles in my computer class when I used the different IP proxy IP addresses to go ahead and get outside the safety walls. Like, this has been a a planned, promised thing for literal decades, and like, they got a lot more of this plan than it's, it seems like. If anything, I wouldn't mind... I don't mind your idea of six to seven years, maybe. If it's the idea of we're getting remakes and redones of all the other games to go ahead and give people more setup of, you know, what the new arc's going to be. Because the new arc's going to be covering a lot of the stuff of, like, you know, the Keyblade War, the Missing Masters, all that, the Master of Masters, all that, which is good story stuff, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm excited, if anything. I'm really excited for Missing Link. Fucking Barum Rex. Hey, Yazor, the boy. Nomura's gonna make that verse of 13. He he will not be stopped. That's why I love this man. He is committed. He will get his vision made one way or the fucking other. Man is my hero. I don't give a shit what anyone says. Oh, God. I'm, I'm trying to think it through. Like, they still cucked us on that ending, and I hope they open with it, with the box. Oh, no, they will. That's that's a whole last thing. Yeah, like not not to mention, um, this is gonna be another Kingdom Hearts game where we're not gonna have Hall of Ashen or Radiant Garden. And that's saddening to me. But this time um, it makes more sense. We'll see what happens. I what happens. trust me, we we are not gonna get Hollow Bastion or Radiant Garden. I don't even think in a cutscene, and if we do, it's most likely gonna be the opening cutscene and nothing else. We'll see what happens. Uh, again, this is a new arc. This is setting the tone for the next however many games in the series. So I believe it's going to be pretty substantial. Hub yeah. Worlds, I think, will be very important. I think we're going much, much more back to the actual development time and ideas behind 1 and 2 rather than the hodgepodge that 3 had to be because of, you know, the issues behind development. Yeah, but that, uh, that wraps up the whole fucking shebang. That that was Kingdom Hearts story. And with that, that, folks... as confusing as the game is. I mean... Let me put it to you this way, folks. Just play the fucking games. I don't, I don't have to tell you. Just play the fucking games. You play one. You play Channel Memories. You play two. You play Birth by Sleep. You play three drums. They don't gotta play Chain of Memories. Let's... No, they do. No, Chain of Memories is actual important. No more... No more... Nomura has said so himself. Chain they, Memories was... I'm trying to save them from playing a horrible card-based system. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is re-Chain of Memories. Game Boy Advance Chain of Memories. Find a way to play it. Emulators are your friend. That's actually an amazing fucking game. 
It just, it just didn't translate well to, to, to 3D. Because it wasn't made for that. It was made to be 2D. Yeah, it really didn't. I, I see all the people saying how Reach and Merge was a good game. These people are fucking masochists. Even I admit it's the only actually bad Kingdom Hearts game. The, the content was good. The gameplay was bad. And you're forgetting Recoded. Nah, Recoded was better than Reach and Memories. Recoded was fine. It was just different. I, I, I It's nothing special, but it's fine. I wouldn't call it bad, just not all interesting. Anyway, that was the fucking episode. Yeah, sorry about that, folks. Uh, no, we're, we're good. We're back. Thank you again. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, bit of a speed run. Want to keep the energy up on there. Uh, thank you all for joining us. We will be back on next Tuesday with more VG Week Roundup. I will be back tomorrow with the Weeble Trash Talk. Hopefully, we actually meet up this week because last week, uh, that's on me. I forgot what day it was. Um, there, what can I tell you? Therapy can be draining. And then on Thursday, me and Minus will be together again talking about more gaming news and then Halo afterwards. On Friday, like I said, I might be getting a car, so I don't know if there's going to be any stream on Friday. I'm going to try to stream something on Friday because I actually have the day off, so... We'll see what happens. Car, Sonic, stream. Who knows? Let's get back to Stranger Paradise. We'll see what happens there, folks. Ultima, anything for you to go ahead and promote? Uh, yeah. I've been... I'm... I'm gonna be putting a poll on Twitter to see what y'all want me to stream on Thursday. Because I just started streaming Alien Isolation, even though I had already played the game. Fucking scared. And I want to know if y'all want me to still play it or play or continue my Final Fantasy VII run. But either way, I am still streaming. I uh, chip me over at Ultimate JV Death on Twitch and Twitter. And yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I got. They just want a hug, Ultima. They just want a hug. Fuck uh, you. They, they just want to cuddle. No, they don't. A little nibble, nibble. Little, little, sh little. Shit, shit, fuck up. Sh sh no, no. All hikis are beautiful hikis. Anyway, once again, folks. We thank you for joining us. Hope you had a good time, and we will see you later.